Hello, and welcome to The Hill by the River, the podcast about the people and ministries of the Community Presbyterian Church of Ben Avon. My name is Judy Pastor, and I am your host. Today is April 19th, and our guest is someone you probably know, the Reverend Dr. Donna Giver-Johnston, pastor of Community Presbyterian Church of Ben Avon. Now, our listeners who are members or friends of Community Church have heard that you are leaving on May 1st to take a two-month sabbatical. Most of us can remember teachers taking a sabbatical when we were in school, but they may have never encountered a clergy person taking one. What is the purpose of a pastoral sabbatical, and how does it differ from a vacation? (laughs) Well, hi, Judy, and hi, everyone. Um, Yes, it's true. I'll be going on sabbatical this summer. Um, Sabbatical, really, the concept goes back to the Bible, uh, the Sabbath, right? Taking the Sabbath off was the practice uh, for a lot of time. Back in the 50s, you remember the blue laws and everything was closed on Sunday to give everybody a break. Well, that's kind of the idea brought forth from Scripture for clergy as well, um, to give them a time off, time away to recharge their batteries, um, to kind of fill up their cup. Uh, That's what I'm looking forward to doing so that I can continue to um, you know, share that cup of, of blessings with other people as pastor. Um, but yeah, it's it's really important. It's not something that has been done always, uh, but the Pittsburgh Presbytery, we'll probably talk about that later, but they do recommend that every pastor gets a sabbatical every seven years. So again, it's kind of the creation of the world and on the seventh day, God rested. So oh, I figure if okay. even God rests, then the oh. pastors can rest. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's, and also, you know, Jesus often withdrew from the crowds to think and pray. Is that one of the ideas behind the sabbatical? Exactly. Right. So Jesus, even when he had lots of crowds around him and he had lots of things to do to heal and to teach and, and had, you know, just a short period of time to do his ministry. But even he thought it was important to go away and uh, fill mm-hmm. up his cup, go away to pray. And that enabled him to come back and do ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Um, so burnout seems to be a really big problem for the ministry, and there's a great resignation going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read that the average seminary graduate only stays in church ministry for an average of five years. I don't know if that's you know, accurate or not, but do you think more sabbatical time for pastors would help this? I do, Judy. I think when you think about a pastor's schedule, usually it's 24-7, because mm-hmm. if there's any emergencies that happen, we have to respond. Um, we don't get weekends off, no. and uh, <laughs> so we work every weekend. <laughs> um, like mo- most people work five days, they get two days off to sort of recharge. So if you think about that, you know, over time, mm-hmm. that, that really kind of exacerbates things. So it's important to, um, to take time to rest and renew, really to stay healthy, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not good for anybody. It's not good for the church to have a pastor that's not healthy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, due to the pandemic, you had to get creative with this three-month sabbatical. So what did you do last year on your one-month sabbatical that you took during the summer of 2021? And how did that experience shape your plans for this year? Right. Good question. Right. That's exactly what happened. I was supposed to do this in 2020, but then, of course, COVID had other plans. And I just stayed here the whole time. I needed to be here to shepherd the congregation, and I was very glad to do that. Um, So, But the Lily Grant recommended that we try to do something last summer. But, of course, with COVID, I couldn't do my travel that I'd planned. I had planned an international trip. 
I had planned to go to different conferences and seminars and all of those were canceled. So last summer, um, what we did was think about how can we do something that's important but safe. Mm-hmm. So uh, Belmar, New Jersey is the place where both of my children were born. And oh, really? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. It's five blocks from the beach we used to live. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's a very special place. We try to go back there, you know, as often as we can. Mm-hmm. So we rented a house and it was just the four of us. And then my mother joined us for a couple days so we could stay safe and just, you know, be, exp- you know, just be in the house ourselves. We weren't with a lot of other people. Uh, and besides that, I stayed home and um, kind of worked on, you know, I read, I relaxed, I um, uh, kind of went through some boxes in the basement um, <laughs> to remember my stories. Um, and I also um, participated in a spiritual retreat. Um, and so that's what I was able to do in a month's time. And then, of course, this summer, I'll, I'll be doing a little bit more. Okay, and can you give us an overview of your plans for this summer and what you're going to be doing on your two-month sabbatical? Yes, so um, the theme of my sabbatical is story, as I've talked about, and so I learned in doing one of those Mm Ancestry.coms that I actually have a lot more Scottish blood in me than I thought. Oh, really? And so does my husband, Mm -hmm. and matter of fact, the Johnston has a, a tartan plaid. Oh, yes. And um, both of my children have gone to the College of Worcester, fighting Scots. So there's a sense of our family has this, you know, connection to Scotland. So we're going to be going to Scotland uh, for about um, nine days. And that's a a planned trip. Uh, A pastor who's in the Church of Scotland is going to lead us around to the different places that have religious significance. Mm -hmm. And I have an itinerary that's going to be posted on the website with links. So you can kind of follow me along on my trip. And if you're interested in one of those places that we go to, you can click on it and get more information. Not exactly like being there with me, but (laughs) a close second. Um, So I'll be doing that, and then we'll spend about three days in London, kind of Mm -hmm. on our way back, that we can just explore for fun ourselves. How fun. That's great. Oh, well, that trip sounds really interesting, and I know Tom and Marty Smart just got back from Scotland, and they really loved it. So, and it's really special that you can do this trip with your adult children, and that's a lot different than doing it with little kids. Yes, (laughs) yes. My son has never been out of the country. Really? I had to get him a passport for this trip. Oh, wow. And Rebecca, of course, has traveled on her own, but the the four of us have never gone anywhere together out of the country. So this is going to be a big, a big thing Uh, for us. That's really, that's really special. Yes. And they can really get a lot out of the Mm -hmm. Presbyterian history. Mm -hmm. I know I've been to Edinburgh, I think Mm -hmm. is where um, John... John Knox, Knox yes, yeah, will be there. Yes, yeah. and he's buried, and there's unfortunately a uh, parking lot. Oh, is <laughs> that right? The, yes, he's, <laughs> I think it's he's buried under spot number eighty six. <laughs> not to not to spoil that for you, but that's, I think that's what happened. Okay, that's cool. So, um, let's see, I also read in your letter to the congregation that you're going to be. Th- 
um, visiting other churches. So can you give us an idea of what types of services you're interested in and uh, we'll be what you'll be seeking out? And no, we won't stalk you. <laughs> we'll be right here. Good, good, good. <laughs> um, so on the top of my list is to go to Triumph Church. Mm. And of course, uh, Pastor Craig Giles and I have been in conversation. We're in partnership with them to uh-huh. think about how we can help um, be a part of... Um, you know, working for racial justice in our our country. And that's the church that is on... That's the church that is on... Roosevelt? Is that Roosevelt? It's right up from Nikki's tie. Um, Yes. Mount Nebo. Isn't that Mount Nebo Road? Road? Yeah, Yeah, Mount Nebo. Okay, in Ohio Township. Exactly. So I actually have... I've been there to help, you know, distribute food to to folks that Uh were hungry as a mission project, but I haven't been there to worship. So I'm really looking forward to going and experiencing that. And, you know, different kinds of worship, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to hear people say amen during uh, during oh. worship might be kind of different. Um, yes, it would be. And I might bring bring back some ideas. So oh. we'll see. Oh, that's great. And I also see you're planning to uh, attend a, an online seminar. <laughs> see, Festival of Homiletics. 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 Mm-hmm. So your, your letter didn't go into any more detail, and I have to say I don't know what kind of festival this possibly could be. (laughs) So you'll have to enlighten us. All right. So homiletics is really just a fancy name for preaching. Oh. So, yeah, so some of the best preachers are going to be there. Mm -hmm. And the organization, Luther Seminary, um, out of Minnesota, is the one who sponsors it. Mm -hmm. And their tagline, um, what they believe, is that good preaching changes lives. Mm -hmm. And so this isn't actually an opportunity for me just to go and listen. Now, I will not Mm -hmm. be attending in person. I'll be doing it online. Uh But I'll be just listening to really good sermons, good Mm -hmm. preaching, which I think will feed my spirit mm-hmm. and then also maybe give me some ideas for how to preach um, differently or, or in, when I get back. Oh, okay. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. And we're so fortunate that during the sabbatical, we're going to have the uh, very able and thoughtful uh, service of, uh, yes. of Reverend Dr. Jean Henderson and Reverend Susan Rothenberg. Uh, can, have you discussed with them what you want to have to happen with the congregation while you're gone? Yes. So Jean and I are meeting next week, actually, um, and Susan also, to uh, for me to share any pastoral concerns. So that's really important for mm-hmm. me is, you know, I do a lot of um, talking with people, meeting with people, just, you know, encouraging them in their spiritual journey and caring for them when there's something that's troubling. Um, and so I'm going to make sure that she is aware of all of those needs and so that she can continue doing that, which she does so, mm-hmm. so beautifully. Um, Susan has a good relationship with this congregation. She's been here many times to preach. Yes, she has. Um, and people really enjoy her, and she enjoys being here. Mm-hmm. She, she's told me before, this congregation is just so welcoming and so attentive to, to you know worship and preaching. And she just feels like um, this is a church that's alive. She loves to come here. Oh, that's great. Um, so some of that, um, also the, I wanted to mention that um, the sabbatical team is also going to be in place throughout the time I'm gone. Oh. And their names are listed on the FAQs, which is also, you've received a letter. It's also posted on the website. But they're going to be planning some activities. So they're going to be asking questions every week in the bulletin to help people reflect on your own stories. Um, They're going to be planning some trips to holy places in Pittsburgh. 
oh, to try to cool. learn different stories of places around Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it'll be a slower pace, but also in, in the FAQs, we asked you to not kind of um, check out the whole summer, but actually to lean in, mm-hmm. you know, to, to things that are going on in the church. It's a, now that COVID is, you know, slowly going away, hopefully, uh, it's a chance for us to come together. So I do hope you'll do that. Some of the plans I look forward to coming back to are in August, we're going to have a jazz festival. Oh, I love that. Which we've had before. Yeah. And of course, it got put on hold because of COVID, but it's coming back. And then also, we're going to plan a church family retreat in September. Oh, wonderful. So that'll be along the same theme of stories. So mm-hmm. look, 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 I look forward to that as well. Oh, that's great. Well, our church was very fortunate to get funding from the Lilly Endowment to financially support your sabbatical. And it seems like we must be doing something right to get that. So what were the requirements that the the endowment had to get this funding and why did they do it? Yeah, great question. So the National Clergy Renewal Program is what it's called. It was established in the year 2000 and funded by the Lilly Endowment. And it's very competitive. Uh, The year that we applied and got the grant, there was only 150 grants given in the whole country. Wow. So uh, what we had to do was I worked with a team. I had to fill out um, an application. I had to write, um, you know, answer questions and say why I wanted this and what I was going to do. You'd have a plan, exactly Uh what you're going to do for, you know, he had to kind of, detail every day of the sabbatical what you were going to be doing oh wow um and then the con and then the people on my team wrote that for the congregation they came up with activities that the congregation would do as well because what what it's about is that it gives money to allow this to happen Mm -hmm. because the presbytery might recommend it but a lot of times if churches don't have the money Mm-hmm. to hire like another pastor to come in while their pastor's mm-hmm. gone, then they just can't do it. Right. And for me, I could never have gone to Scotland with my family mm-hmm. had I not had this money from the Lilly Grant. Mm-hmm. So it's very generous. And where it comes from is the Lilly family are, you know, good, a good uh, Christian family. Um, and so they um, made their money, I think, in pharmaceuticals. Yes. And so what they want to do, though, is their way of investing in the church is not just to kind of give money to churches, but they realize that the key to a healthy church is really having a healthy pastor. Mm-hmm. So they try to invest in pastors and send them away so that they can, you know, be, be balanced in body, mind, and spirit, and then they can come back and serve their church. The most, I thought the provocative question that was asked on the application was, for us pastors to think about what makes your heart sing. Oh, well, okay. So they wanted us to identify, you know, what really makes us come alive Mm -hmm. and go and do something like that. Um, So, you know, it's really time for me to rest, renew, and just to play, you know, Mm -hmm. to not have to always be working, but to give give myself a break. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of what the sabbatical is about. And the grant was nearly $50,000. Yeah. Um, which was given, you know, some to for me to use for my activities and then some for the congregation. So it enables us to pay Susan and Jean and you know, to make sure that things continue while I'm gone. Oh, that's great because as treasurer, mm-hmm. we would not have been able to afford that. No, <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> so it is truly a gift that the Lily family, that my colleagues and I, 
uh, some of whom have also gotten this grant. Um, whenever we say the word Lily, we say, thank God for Lily. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I think everybody so, should say that. Yes. <laughs> so how many pastors in the Pittsburgh Presbytery get the opportunity to take a sabbatical and have you discussed their experiences with them? You know, it's a good question. And um, I know of one other person who got a Lily grant. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Again, you have to be at work seven years in order to get one. And some of uh-huh. the other pastors I know haven't been at work that uh-huh. long. Um, but it's a good question that maybe mm-hmm. I'll pursue with um, Sheldon Sergey, who's the mm-hmm. general presbyter um, of Pittsburgh, just to say, you know, maybe we could have a get together mm-hmm. with people that have, have gone on sabbatical and compare stories. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested in hearing mm-hmm. what other people had to mm-hmm. say. So you opened your letter to the congregation about your sabbatical with an anecdote from Harry Potter about running to find an entryway. Mm -hmm. And I confess, I have not read the Harry Potter books, but I found the story really intriguing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Could you kind of retell the story and how... Tell us how it applies to your sabbatical. Sure. (laughs) So first of all, I definitely recommend the books. Um, But it's a magical world, right? And uh, so the idea is that when they're getting on this train platform to get on their train to go to Hogwarts, um, it says nine and three quarters, but there's nothing there. You know, there's no entryway. And so they basically just have to take their carts and run toward it. And as they're running toward it, it opens up. Oh, okay, so you have to have faith. So you have, so it's kind of like, you know, we walk by faith, not by sight. Okay. And so, you know, I just use that little anecdote to talk about how, you know, we, we couldn't do it in 2020. We couldn't do it fully in 2021. So I'm really having faith <laughs> yeah. that nothing's going to stand in our way to let us uh, go ahead and take advantage of it this year. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that, that really helps. Thank you. <laughs> so the theme of the Easter service this year seemed to be also about running. You said something about running. You could be running down to the altar. I was thinking, oh, I hope people don't actually start (laughs) running down to the altar here. (laughs) So I just wondered, are you training for a 10K or something? (laughs) No. No, sadly, my running days are over, but (laughs) um, I do a lot of walking. But no, the excitement of Peter, you know, when he... um, ran toward the the tomb to see if what the women said was actually true true. um and so yeah there's a sense of i'm you know as much as i have so much to do before my sabbatical starts in less than two weeks Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm doing a lot of you know running to get it ready um but actually ironically i'm hoping that it will be less running and more resting this summer i hope so for you too So it's going to be so hard to be out of contact with you for two months, uh, but we know that's just part of this renewal process. But it also means we won't be seeing your husband, Brian. He does so much around the church, and he's going to be hard to replace. So what does Brian think about all of this? (laughs) Yeah, it is going to be really different because this is not just my uh, workplace, right? This is also our community. friends here and of course this is where we come on Sunday mornings and, mm-hmm. and Brian's very much involved as you know in the church so it'll be really different he teaches Sunday school which he loves mm-hmm. 
and loves to give announcements, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that we will, um, it'll be different for him as well. But we'll find, we have um, uh, a graduation, our daughter's graduating with her master's degree in May oh, in Boston. Wow. So we'll be going to that uh, ceremony. It's actually in person this year, which we're so That's happy. That's great. And then we have a family wedding in Delaware in uh, mm-hmm. July. So okay. we'll be doing some other things. And, of course, Brian doesn't get the summer off like me. Oh, he doesn't? No, he's an administrator oh, okay. now I didn't at Shadyside that. Middle School. Mm. So he doesn't get it off like teachers anymore. So he'll be working, okay. except for when he's in Scotland with mm. me. So. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, we'll miss him, too. Well, this has really been great. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, I just wanted to say thank you to the congregation for supporting this. And uh, I know it's going to be different for all of us. I'll miss you. Um, and uh, I will be praying for you. And I, I hope that you'll also pray for me and you look will. forward to our, our reunion when I get back on August 1st. Um, but I do have a final devotion I'd like to end with, Judy, if you yes. didn't have any other questions. Oh, no, that sounds like a great way to end. Okay. I guess I just wanted to say May 1st, again, is my last Sunday. I'll be preaching that Sunday. And um, also we have a, a luncheon uh, that mm-hmm. we're going to have. And so if you haven't yet uh, registered, please do so. We'd love to have you stay after worship and, and be a part of that. So um, this devotion actually um, comes from Reverend Steve Garnis Holmes. Um, I get his daily email. He's a poet and, and a pastor, and he writes really um, powerful things. And it's based on one of my favorite scriptures, Psalm 139, uh, verses 9 and 10, which kind of describes, I think, what I think about when I think of my sabbatical. So it goes like this. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me fast. And this is what Steve Garnis Holmes wrote about this verse. Sometimes it's actually good to settle at the farthest limits of the sea, where there is nothing but God's presence, free of all requirements or expectations, removed from what we're worth. There is the sacred worth of our being, apart from our doing. Sabbath is not a prohibition, can't do this, can't do that, but freedom, freedom from what's asked of us freedom from being identified by what we do, or even how we're doing. Freedom to simply be, and finding there God's gracious accompaniment at the farthest limits of the sea. Oh, that's that's good. Boy, we can always, you know, on the Sabbath, we should always think of that. Mm-hmm. Because we don't honor the Sabbath as like we used to. Yeah. And yeah. I think so I'm really happy that you are having you have this opportunity to take this sabbatical. And we're really looking forward to hearing all about your trip and all about all you know what you've learned and um, and seeing you again in August. Yes, and I'll bring back pictures from the farthest limits of the sea from Scotland. Excellent to share with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, with that, uh, I want to thank you all for listening to this episode of Hill by the River. This podcast is a work in progress, and we look forward to hearing your comments and suggestions. Our email address is hillbytheriverpodcast at gmail.com. It's all one word. 
Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And feel free to share the link with anyone who may be interested. It doesn't have to be somebody in the church. And so until next time, have a blessed day. Bye.